0: Oh my God, hello, my beautiful, sensational, spicy little nugget. I hope you're amazing. I cannot contain, I can't contain my excitement because this episode is gonna blow your socks off. And I know I kind of say that for every episode. But I hope they all blow your socks off. But I just feel like this episode of all episodes is going to unlock so much shit for you. It's going to be such a driver to actually make some serious changes to the way you show up for your people. Because we're going to like unpack a really key concept that I, have, I learned from a queen called Alex Katoni. And she learned it from a bunch of other people, I think. And it's basically just a way to show your audience that they can trust you, to build that connection, to build that authority with the people in your world so that they actually see you as the go to coach for them. And this concept I actually uh taught in the compassionate content blueprint. And honestly, if you are a coach who genuinely gives a shit about your clients. I cannot rave about this mini course enough. It is a three part masterclass, and I don't wanna toot my trumpet, but it's probably one of the best things I've ever done. And I know that you are gonna find ridiculous amounts of value from it. It's basically three parts. The first part is about empowering messaging, about speaking to your audience on a level where they can really hear you, about creating that trust, that authority for your people so that they actually want to work with you because it's so hard to stand out in this industry, especially as a compassionate coach, especially as someone who like genuinely gives a shit and has all of the nuances in what she coaches and what she teaches it's really difficult to stand out online because we don't want to do all of the gross marketing um like just icky tactics that so many people are willing to do nowadays you know we don't want to do the twist the knife marketing we don't want to add pain points and like really push and dig into people's pain we want to solve their problems without making them feel worse about themselves so that first training is all about like really how to connect with people people and show them that you are the person to solve their problem without making them feel worse without disempowering them without kind of um making them feel like they have to take action or else it's like it activating them to take action because do you know what I mean taking action because they get to taking action because they believe they're capable taking action because they know they have that self-trust they have that belief that they can do it and if they don't have it yet you are providing that for them you are giving them that open door to be able to actually start believing in themselves and so that's the first training it's all about empowering messaging it's all about how to use storytelling and your own experiences and your clients experiences to be able to actually Show your people that they can do it too. In that lesson, I teach the topic that I am going to kind of give you a bit of a snapshot, a bit of an overview of in today's episode. The second training is all about social proof. So it's all about how to actually gather social proof for your online content. So being able to actually prove to people, hey, I can do this without using transformation photos, without using. You know, like just unaligned marketing tools that you just don't want to do as a coach because you know that there's so much more behind a progress photo, or you know, there's so much more behind a transformation than just chucking up a photo of somebody before and after, or chucking up like, because even in my industry, right, there's so many coaches that will post screenshots of the bank accounts of their clients before coaching and after coaching, or the amount of money they've made this month compared to last month. And I just feel like there's so much nuance that doesn't get shown in those things. There's so much work behind the scenes that doesn't get celebrated. There's so much to it that, you know, can make other people feel a little bit disempowered. They can make other people feel like, oh, why are they getting results and I'm not? For me, the goal is never just about money. And so I'm not gonna post a client screenshot of their bank account. It's just, it doesn't align with who I am and what I do. And the same might be true for you with your coaching. It's like, even if you do post transformation photos as like a health coach or fitness coach, or whatever it is, It it doesn't always feel like the right move or it doesn't always feel good for you to do that. And so I chat through like I think it's like over 20 different ways to show that you can get people results, to show that there are people moving in your world, to show that there are clients making amazing things happen for themselves in your coaching service without having to just post Here's a pick before and here's a pick after. So I go into just so many ways to actually like showcase how good you are at what you do. And then the last one is all about ejection handling. And honestly, I feel like this is such an overlooked uh concept, but Everybody talks about handling objections, but nobody really talks about the exact how of how to do it. Getting deep into what sort of content to be creating, what sort of posts to be sharing, what sort of messaging to go with them. You know, how to really get the, the most out of your clients before they become your clients. And that is huge. It's such a big deal because we can go into sales conversations in the DMs. We can jump on a call with people. We can do all of those things. We've been taught, you know, sales scripts and freaking how to get people on the phone. We've been taught all of those things, but we've not been taught how to get people sold on you before they even hit your DMs, before they've even reached out to you, before you even know they exist. This training is huge for getting people sold on you before you even hear a whiff about them, before they've maybe even followed you. If people are binging your content and they're binging these specific posts that I want you to create from the objection handling training, you will get clients knocking down your door who are genuinely obsessed with wanting to work with you, who have got you on their vision board, who are like, I'm going to make it work and I'm going to do the work to make sure I get the most out of this. So you're going to attract such high quality clients when you can do the stuff that I teach you in that third training. Um, It might actually be the second training. Those two might be the other way around, but either way, All three of those trainings are going to be invaluable for you if you are a compassionate coach who genuinely gives a shit about your clients, not just getting new ones. And so client experience is at the center of this, the CCB. If you want to know more about it, you want me to kind of give you a few more details, drop me a DM on Instagram with CCB and I will send you over all of the deets you need. But, or just obviously click in the show notes of this podcast and you can find all the details there. I am so excited to get into this episode. Before I do another waffle, not me, do me a favor and screenshot that you're listening, chuck it onto your stories and let other people know about this podcast. More coaches need to know how to create exceptional client experience, how to become the coach that they were destined to be, how to step into that confident, compassionate, activating, excited, inspired coach. And not enough coaches are building businesses that they love. And so this podcast in general is all about how to create a business that sets your soul on fire that has a bigger purpose that creates a huge impact for your audience and that genuinely has like people at the center that has values at the center that doesn't rely on gross tactics to get there and so screenshot this episode chuck it on your stories Share it with a friend that you know needs to hear it and do me the biggest favor ever and drop it a review for me as well. If you can get five minutes, I would love you forever if you did that. Okay, let's get into this episode. Do you feel like you are not enough of an expert? Do you feel like you just don't see yourself as the go-to person? You're totally unqualified to help people, right? Like you and like when I say unqualified, I don't mean certifications and degrees and courses and programs and money invested into all of the ways you can, you know, research and learn and just build upon your knowledge. I mean really qualified through to the core like genuinely think that you can serve your clients to a high standard we have this belief that we do not deserve to coach the people we coach or that we're not good enough to coach the people we coach and that at any moment it could all fall apart any moment you could get found out that whole imposter vibe where you're like okay yeah I can kind of help people but like not really help people or like I don't really deserve all of these clients or the clients that I am getting in like I'm worried that they don't think I'm good enough you're constantly doubting yourself you're second guessing you're questioning your abilities And maybe you're even, like, at the stage where on Instagram you just feel like you're not really the person. You're not the person for your people. And what I mean by that is you're sitting there creating content thinking, God, what if everybody knew that I still struggled with the shit I'm trying to tell you about? You know, you say here's three tips to feel better in your body and you woke up today feeling bloated and unhappy in yourself. Like... If, you, if the people knew that you really struggled with this stuff, then they wouldn't be coming to you for help. If you say to yourself, like, what if they all found out that I don't know it all? What if everyone finds out that I'm like not a complete expert at this, that I'm still learning, that I'm still reading books and educating myself and growing and, and researching and trying to find better ways to coach my clients? What if people knew that I didn't have all the answers? Then they wouldn't come to me. Maybe you're asking yourself, like, why would anybody choose me when they could go to someone who's way more qualified or way more experienced or way better at the marketing or the coaching side of it, or they've got way more clients than me, or they've been doing it for 20 years or, you know, whatever it is, you know, you've probably got a few of those people in mind, right? When I'm saying this, I'm saying, why would they go to me when they could go to this person? You've got someone in your mind right now that you're thinking of, an expert in your industry, one of the leaders in your space, one of the people that maybe you look up to to, or maybe you envy. Maybe it's someone you've muted because you're sick of hearing how well they're doing. Maybe it's somebody who you bought a course off once because you were like, how does she do it? Like, there's got to be something in there. Like, there's got to be a secret sauce that she's got that means that she's so good at what she does. You put people on these pedestals and This is like the the problem that we have is that we think that everybody else is better than us. And soon enough, we're going to be found out because we're not the expert. We're not the go-to person. And before I give you the secret to creating that trust and connection and authority with your audience, even when you doubt your abilities, even when you don't think you're good enough, even when you feel like at any minute somebody's going to notice that you're not the freaking expert, I want to give you a small dose of that Uno reverse card energy on that why would they choose me mindset. Are you ready? Take a seat, breathe it in, take a second, take a moment, relax, strap in. Why couldn't it be you? Why couldn't you be the person to change your client's life? What makes you so sure they don't need you? What makes you so sold on the fact that you are not their person? Right now, your potential client could be sitting there needing the exact stuff that you have to offer, the exact approach, the exact mindset shifts, the exact coaching style that you have to offer, and you are too scared to give it to them because you think that they deserve to go to that expert, to go to that other coach you don't think you're good enough to serve that person as as you know to the standard you want to and that is stopping people from working with you and that is stopping those same people that want to work with you from getting the great results that you actually can give people and you know deep down you can give people that you know it somewhere in your mind you know somewhere even in your heart you know you can give those people what they need to t- like to get an insane transformation but there's something stopping you. And this is it. You don't feel like the expert. You don't feel worthy of helping them. You don't feel like you are the person that your people can go to, can lean on for support, can get an insane transformation out of. Like You don't feel like that person for them. But why couldn't you help them? Why couldn't you be that person? I was talking to a client earlier uh, yesterday And she was saying, like, I really struggle to be seen as the expert in a specific space. She's like, she helps girls get strong, basically. She helps women get stronger and feel fitter and be more, you know, be more capable in their lives and more confident in the gym, all of that sort of stuff. And I said, like, we were getting to the bottom of exactly what she wants to help her people do and who she wants to help. And this, by the way, is one thing that I want you to get so clear on because as soon as you can get clear on that, it's a domino for every single other thing in your life. Your content creation becomes easier. Your programs are easier to sell. Your programs are easier to create. um, Your stories are easier to jump on and chat through. Your coaching becomes better. Like every single thing in your world will completely evolve when you can get really clear on the problem you solve for your people and not even the problem, but the thing you do to help people change their lives. And we were talking about the fact that her thing, she wants it to be strength. She wants it to be helping women get stronger, but she keeps reverting to the fat loss because it's easier to sell. She thinks that's what most people want, uh, but she doesn't feel really aligned with it. She doesn't feel like that's really her gig. And she also has on the, on the flip side of this, she has this belief that she is not the person to go to if you want to get strong. And so I said, who is, who is the person to go to? And she said, well, you know, all of these like power lifters and strength athletes, and and we were talking about kind of world's strongest man and, and things like that. And I said, can I, you know, be really frank with you? If I, and this is coming from somebody who literally struggles to pick up a full kettle of water. Like when I'm making my dog a tea, I am like... <laughs> shocked by how heavy that kettle is and like this is I haven't been to the gym before like ever like literally ever um can you hear my tummy rumbling I hope not um but yeah I'm like not strong and I have not been strong for a really long time and I never really was strong but like me I used to struggle to like overhead press 25 kilos and now I'm like I probably can barely pick up I don't know that kettle over my head no chance and that's what like Okay, I actually don't know how many kilos a kettle would be, but like not a lot, right? So I f- know for a fact if I walked into a gym and I saw my client, obviously I didn't like, we're pretending I don't know my client. <laughs> um, but if I saw my client and I saw a strong man, Or strong woman, but like a strong man. I'm Because I'm picturing, I I know a guy called Mike Neal, who's like bae. He's just my absolute bestie, or was when I was working at my gym. And I loved him so much. He was, um, like, I think he competed in World's Strongest Man. I'm not really sure. But some sort of, like, maybe England's Strongest Man. I don't know. But anyway, he was, like, a strong man. And he did, obviously, a lot of powerlifting, a lot of strength training, a lot of, like, you know, lifting ridiculously heavy things over his head and above his chest and all of these things, right? I would be so much more comfortable and so much happier and get so much more out of the experience going to that, my client, going to that girl in the gym who looks super approachable, who looks strong and confident and buzzing and inspiring. And she is the perfect person for me. If I was a, I don't know, wanting to compete in a strongman competition, maybe. Just maybe I would then go, ah, maybe Big Mike, well, he's actually very short, but Little Big Mike will, will be the, the guy for me, you know? Um. And so I, I, like, unpacked it with her and I was like, hmm, I don't know if, uh, if if this belief that you've got, that you don't get to coach people who want to get strong because you don't feel like the strongest person that ever existed is true. I don't think this belief is true. So where is it coming from? We, you know, we can kind of go back on it and figure out where that's coming from and why we don't feel that way. But I gave her the same piece of advice that I'm about to give you. And the the piece of advice that I give in the compassionate content blueprint, because it is so valuable for changing your perspective on how you show up for your people to become the go-to person, even when you are not the world's strongest human, even when you are not the most healed relationship with food are even if you have days where you struggle with body image, like whatever it is that you coach on. Just because you are not the absolute perfection goddess expert snapshot dictionary definition of that person, does not mean that you do not get to provide a shit ton of value for your clients. Because it's all about meeting your clients where they are. If you were too far removed from them, I'm jumping ahead of myself, shock. But if you are too far removed from where your clients are at, they won't resonate with you anyway. Like the, they won't get. The the value from the coaching that you have to offer and so think about that the next time you feel like why would somebody choose me when they can go to somebody who's way more experienced or knows way more about this stuff you might be the exact person that person needs at any one time for example I wouldn't go to let's say Alex Hormozy for business advice obviously you know I will listen to some podcast episodes and read his book and la 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 But I wouldn't go and pay money for him to coach me because he's way too far removed from where I'm at. He'd be like, hustle, do the work. Like, you're being a wet wipe if you're, I don't know, worried about... um offending someone like get a grip and make money do you know what I mean or like he'd be like he'd probably give me the advice of like don't coach compassionate coaches because they're probably not earning 20 30 40 50k months right now go and coach the people who are making millions and then you can charge millions and I'm like "Mm, I don't want to do that bitch do you know what I mean anyway I'm like slagging him off (laughs) just kidding but like this is what I mean when it comes to really going for the person that is your person and really accepting that you might be the person, the exact person that your clients need. Like the exact, and in fact, you 100% I know for a fact are the exact person Coach your clients need, and so there is more than one way to create trust and authority and connection with your audience. You can connect with them through so many different roles. I'm going to give you three of them today. Um, these three things, like I said, I learned from Alex Katoni, and she learned from I think a guy called Sean Twing and somebody else. Don't remember the name. Um, Andre Chaperone or something, but. She learned it from them. I imagine loads of other people have spoken about it, but I have never heard this in our industry and I have only ever heard this. She talks about it in a copywriting context. So, you know, in messaging and I am bringing that from the copywriting world and bringing it into, you know, I love doing this, taking concepts from different areas and putting them into business perspective and just mindset, but like you can build trust and connection with your audience without feeling like the expert. And here is how if you are firmly stuck in the belief that you don't know enough to help your people, that you um, shouldn't be coaching these, I don't know, big, crazy things that you're coaching, because you don't feel qualified enough. And like I said, I don't mean qualified as in all of the degrees. I mean, qualified as in really deeply, truly believe through your core that you are actually the person for them and if you sit and think how dare i coach this person when i'm still on my own journey or why would anybody choose me as the go-to person for them when i'm not like ultimate expert at this to give value you don't need to be the expert. And you loved when I spoke about this in the CCB, you fully loved it. Every single piece of feedback I got mentioned this concept, mentioned the fact that one person even said she cried when she watched this part of the training because it hit so hard for her and it really touched like a a point in her that was like oh shit yeah it was a light bulb moment for so many of you and so this is why I'm bringing it to the podcast today but here are three ways to build trust and get seen as the go-to person for your potential clients even if you don't feel like the expert and why your goal of being the expert might not actually be the vibe for your audience anyway you can create trust by being the expert the leader or the peer? Now, let me explain the difference between these things. But if you're struggling to see yourself as the expert, you can take a different role. The expert is like, I know my shit. I'm overqualified. I have done all the things. I've got years of expertise. I've got the degrees. I've got the courses. I've got the qualifications. I am the go-to person for education, for knowledge, for, you know, the wise words of wisdom. Think people like Alex Hormozzi, Gary V. Um, maybe in the fitness industry, people like, I don't know, James Smith, um, name any other person. I'm so out of the loop, but Courtney Black, or if you're in like the, um, mindset space, like think Brene Brown and Mel Robbins and people like that, you know, the people that you look to, uh, to fact check the people that you if if I tell you right now think of the expert in your industry think of a coach that you really look up to being um, that maybe has like a bigger name they've got a bit more of that authority and that connection and that following built up on Instagram think of those people you've probably got one in mind think of that person that person is the expert they're the ones that are seen as like the the leader in the space like the the kind of unrivaled undisputed champion of your industry we think we need to be there we think we need to be like the perfect coach the person who knows it all the person who maybe even creates education courses like you know creates the courses that people can follow think um molly what's her bloody name the uh, girl's gone strong person um again so out of the loop so maybe these people aren't even relevant anymore but you know the vibe those people are the experts those people are the people you would go to when you want uh to fact check information where you want like the actual I need to know if this is right if I'm on the right lines even people like um Ben Carpenter and Sohi Sohi Lee yeah those two you know people like that right they are the experts and you are comparing yourself to those experts thinking well i'll never be like them i'll never be able to explain things as easily as them i'll never be able to keep things as simple as them i'll never be able to have the impact that they can have um i'll, I'll you know i'll just i'll never compare i'll never compete with these people but there are two other ways in fact there are a few more other ways but specifically when it's related to actual coaching this is because it's taken from copywriting but or maybe even just marketing in general but um it specifically in coaching and how you coach people and how you show up and how you speak to your audience in your messaging um, and in your content online there are two other ways that you can show that leadership and that authority without being seen as that expert because the downfall of being that expert is you feel a little bit removed from them like all of those people that I mentioned you've probably put on a pedestal I actually I'm I'm really kind of I'm getting used to not putting people on pedestals anymore I'm like I don't care how much money you earn or how many followers you've got or how much knowledge or expertise you've got in this industry you're a human just like me and so I don't see that level of like comparison anymore so much it's always going to creep in a little bit but like i don't remember the last time i compared myself to someone and made it mean that i wasn't good enough but the experts in your industry don't need to be put on that pedestal um but if we put that into context of your clients imagine them going to those people like they probably feel disconnected from them so you actually have a lot of power not being seen as the expert because you are not removed from them they're not too high on this pedestal that they can't you can't relate to them you can't resonate with them they don't understand what you're going through or how you feel or, or get to empathize with you in that in that genuine like connected way And I think that's the problem people have as the expert, you know, people don't reach out to them anymore and chat with them on the same level that people might with you. And so you can't build a relationship with them. It feels like there's a wall between you. It's kind of that like celebrity status where like you DM Kylie Jenner, she ain't gonna reply. Do you know what I mean? Like, trust me, I've tried to do it with people. I I remember once I got drunk and who did I DM when I got drunk? It was like someone that I like kind of fancied. <laughs> when was this? I can't even remember. Oh, oh my God, stop. No, cause I'm really calling myself out now. Basically I was going through it a few years ago. This is a side note, feel free to skip. <laughs> um, but I was going, uh, I was going through it. I was going through a moment, right? And I was having a chat with my mum. <laughs> And it was about like, I think I'd just gone for a breakup and whatever. I was just like not in the vibe. I was just in a real dark little space. And my mum was like, oh, you need a go like this is obviously her trying to just show that there are other fish in the sea. But she was like, you know, you you want someone like Jack Whitehall, (laughs) you know, the comedian. She was like, Jack Whitehall would be just like the perfect person to take home to meet the parents. And I was like, just because you fancy him. But we were watching one of his stand-ups and she was like, he's just brilliant. Like, she proper loves him. Um, But I remember her saying that. And then that night, I think I went out on like a night out with her. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to shoot my shot. (laughs) he didn't reply I don't remember what I said probably deleted it because I was so embarrassed but um either way where, where was I even going with that I can't remember but yeah so like the, the experts it's like you've got a genuine advantage because you aren't seen as the expert yet and what I mean by that is there are two other ways that I want to tell you about where you can genuinely create uh that impact for your people and create that authority as as a person for them to come to 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 be coached by you those two roles are the leader and the peer now let me explain the leader the leader is i have lived this and here's the way i have been through what you're going through i know how it feels i have you know made the mistakes and trodden that path and done the shit and here's what I know. You know, here's how I can help you. Take my hand and, you know, come with me, I guess, or like, you know, follow the path that I followed. And this person usually uses lessons and experiences and life moments to share solutions and empathize with struggles and, you know, guide people via their own journey. And so they will use, you know, tried and tested methods. They will you know, go for the evidence and the research and they will know their shit, but in a way that is so much more connected to the client because they go, I've walked this path and I know how it feels to be where you are. I lived it way back when, and I know how to pull you out of it. And so the leader just becomes somebody who can guide the client through a transformational journey through that role, through their lens, through the, you know, the way they saw the world and the way they overcame their own challenges. Um, And now they're using their expertise, their knowledge, their skills, their lessons, their experiences to help you do the same. And so um, a lot of people, I think a lot of coaches sit in this category really cozily. I think this is a perfect place to be if you don't quite see yourself as the expert, but you still want to provide that value and that authoritative kind of stance for your audience, being the leader, taking that role as the leader for your people is a perfect place to sit. And it is where a lot of coaches who maybe are a little bit more experienced, you've been in business for a few years, and you have helped a few people kind of get a transformation, you know the gig. Like, you know how it works. You know how to do it. You know that you know you're shit enough to help people on some capacity in some way. And so that's where the role of the leader really shines. And I think a lot of coaches would do well, like embracing this role and owning this role as like, I've been there, I've done that, I know how it feels. My clients have been there, have done that, have know how it feels here's the way, or here's the mistakes, or here's the lessons, here's how to do it in a step-by-step way that that means that you're going to get there without the heartache that I felt, that I went through. You'll see that in a lot of people's messaging. Even people that maybe are a little bit more of the expert, you'll probably still see that in their messaging um, of, you know, I've done this and that's why I did the qualifications and, you know, did all the expertise and did the bajillion TED Talks. And now I'm helping you. Do you know what I mean? It's like you can kind of sit between those two roles. You can sit between all of these two roles. These roles. Um, But the leader is, I feel like, where a lot of coaches will thrive. And so if you feel like you're in this category, if you're in this box, you've lived the experience, your clients are going through it, and you know that you can help those people because of those experiences you've gained, um, the leader is going to be the perfect role for you. Now, if you feel like you're still on that journey, if you feel like you don't deserve to show people the way yet because you're still fumbling through it... I want you to consider that you can still provide a fudge ton of value. You can still be seen as a trusted person for clients to actually work with by being the peer. And this is where a lot of probably other coaches will be like, uh, bullshit. Like, if you haven't walked the walk, you don't get to tell people what to do and blah, blah, blah. Like, they're going to go off on a spiel about how you should be the leader. You should be the authority. You should be the best person for your people. And you should practice what you preach every single day. And I'm like, bruh, the reality is this is where so many coaches have that hiccup is they go, but I didn't go out and go for a walk and drink my water today and freaking go to the gym this week. And so how dare I show up and tell people to do that when I don't? How dare I, I don't know, like tell people that training is really good for them when I haven't worked out in two weeks. Um, I could say, how dare I tell people that content creation is really important as a business owner. If I've not posted for a week, you know, you can, um, or, or even like if I've had like a month where my, my income dipped, I could sit and say, how dare I Tell people how to grow a business. Tell people I can help them improve their business and fall in love with their business when I'm a little bit stressed or I've had a dip in income or I haven't signed a client this month. Or do you know what I mean? It's like you you could sit in that for a long time and so if you're in that boat where self-doubt is like taking control where maybe you're newer to the industry maybe you've just qualified as a coach and you're like well how I haven't got any social proof I haven't got any results I haven't got any experience to say to people I can help you do this if you feel like you're in that category the peer could be the perfect role for you to take for now until you can step into that leadership role with confidence so the peer is like I'm I am in this with you, I am here with you, I am holding your hand. Let's freaking go together. You know they're taking you along for the ride. That they're, they're sharing their journey as they go. Um, this this kind of peer role is usually like putting themselves in your shoes actively, not in retrospect, but like with you. And I feel like a lot of kind of like personal fitness journeys tend to cover this peer role. A lot of influencers even cover this peer role. You know, when people you know come along to the gym with me to do this workout. even a lot of um, coaches still take this role of like, you know, I know that I need to get back on my shit. And so I'm going to do this. Are you with me? My show the fudge up challenge, if you haven't done it, it was a seven day challenge where I in December was like, I'm being a little bit slack when it comes to content. I am not really showing up for my audience. I'm being a little bit like, just like meh when it comes to that spark for content creation. And so I'm going to start showing the hell up and here's the exact blueprint of what I'm going to do. And you're going to do it with me. That's the key part is like, you're, you're literally holding that person's hand and going with them together. Like I'm imagining two people like skipping down a meadow. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And I feel like that's like a really good role for you to sit in. If you don't feel like you are Qualified enough yet? If you don't have that self belief yet that you can get people results, maybe you are getting people results, but you're just slagging yourself off so much that you don't feel like any anywhere near the expert. You feel like you don't deserve to help people. um This is just such a perfect role, but it's basically just taking that person with you along the journey. So here's what I'm trying this week to make sure I do this. Based on you can still create that authority by saying, you know, this is based on like I saw. I know that when I did this in the past, it really worked well for me. Here's what I'm gonna do, or I'm. Um, uh, trialing this new way of, uh, coaching with a client. Um, why don't I, you know, I'm going to give you the tips as well, or I'm going to give you the, the things that I'm doing as well. Um, even things like the, I guess this is more of the leadership role, but the biz reboot, I'm like, I walked through every single thing that I did over the last year to totally transform the way my business runs so that I can fall back in love with it without burning out, without overachieving, without like trying to just pile too much onto my plate. I really pulled things back for myself. I clawed back the way that I felt about building a business so that I didn't end up going back to Morrison's and becoming the world's best checkout girl, which I would 100% rock that role, by the way. (sighs) Like I genuinely would. I created the reboot off the back of just walking you through exactly what I did, the six steps that I took. I documented it as I went in the peer role last year. And then I stepped into my leadership role and said, here's exactly what I did, and here's how you can do the same. Here's exactly how I helped my clients do the same thing a few months ago, and here's how you can do it in a fraction of the time. And so I stepped into that leadership role with the reboot, but I started out as the peer. You can dot between these these kind of roles. You can find whichever role feels comfiest for you right now, and then you can build trust and authority in all of these pieces, like with all of these roles, the peer, the leader, the expert, you can show people that you get it. The good thing about being more on this like lower end of the spectrum is the peer or, or, or stepping into the leader is that like you... Can resonate with people on a different level. You can empathize with where people at. Like people get you on a deeper level. You get your audience. Like you understand how it feels to be where they are. So you are relatable as shit. You are relatable as hell because you can say, "I don't feel like excited to go to the gym today either. I'm really struggling with motivation to get up in the mornings and just go and do my shit." I'm not feeling, you know, super confident in my body right now. So here's the three things I'm going to do to start showing up for myself. Um, yesterday on Instagram, even I stepped into that kind of peer role and said, I have been feeling like shit about my business recently. Um, not even shit about my business. I actually been feeling brilliant about my business, but I've been feeling shit in myself. I've just been like, I just not had a spark. I've not had a buzz um, in life, like, I am not looking after my health, I'm not looking after myself, I am just really plodding along, I'm waking up late, I'm going to bed late, I am, like, living in a freaking shit show when it comes to my office, like, if you saw on Instagram the state of my office, I'm sure you are just as mortified as I was, when I just kind of walked into my office the other day and was like, fudge me, like, I'm living in a shit tip, like, I am not being the best coach for my people because I'm not being my own best client I'm not practicing what I preach I'm not doing the shit that I tell my clients to do because one of the big things I tell my clients to do is create an environment that excites you to go to work in I found myself sitting on my laptop more and more um in the living room on the sofa instead of in my office that is literally costing me a shit ton of money a month and I spent all of this time a few years ago like building and and designing and creating to make sure it was a perfect space for me and i'm not even using it because it's got freaking dead flies all over it or a christmas tree still in it or a bunch of clothes from when i filmed a video a couple of months ago do you know what i mean it's like it just it just was cluttered and so of course i wasn't excited to go and work in there um and so i literally went on instagram and i was like bro i need to sort my shit out here's what i did i cleaned my office i spent the day like really making it look cute again And now I feel so much better. And that was me taking you along the journey with me, even though it was a very short, minuscule, you know, 60 second journey. It's still taking you along with me whilst I do the shit that I know I need to do to feel the best I possibly can. That's what I want you to be doing with your audience, no matter what. It doesn't matter if you're the expert, you still get to be the go to person for your people because you can show them, hey, I've been there or I'm going through this or here's, you know, how my mind is working right now. And so here's how you can get out of it or here's how I'm getting out of it. Um, you know, I speak all the time about things like, you know, I'm in this rut, in this specific area. Here's what I'm gonna do to get out of this. And so you get to do the same and still provide that value for your audience, still be the person that they go to to say, yeah, I freaking love that girl. She's so relatable. She's so authentic. She's so like um down to earth and she gets it like you will find that the leader and the peer role actually help your audience feel like you get them on a deeper level instead of being seen as the expert who feels a bit far removed who feels a bit too far in the future from them who feels like they're just too many steps ahead being the leader or the peer allows you to be only ever a few steps ahead at any one time To still feel like they are in your shoes and you are in their shoes. You can understand them on that that level that the expert can't. And so when you are doubting yourself, when you're doubting your abilities, when you're sitting there thinking, how dare I show up for these people when I'm sitting here slagging off my body today? Or how dare I coach a client to get stronger when I'm not lifting heavier right now? All of these things that you're, you're letting dictate your value you give to your audience I need you to just take it back a sec and go, right, am I actually being the leader here? Or am I actually being the peer? Am I actually connecting to my audience? Or am I beating myself up because I don't know it all? Your clients don't want you to know it all. They want you to know more than them. And in fact, they want you to know just a little bit more than them so that they don't feel stupid when they ask you if meringue is a form of protein. Like, they want you to be able to get it with them. They want you to be in it with them. They don't want you to be too far away that you just don't empathize with where they're at anymore. And so that's what I want you to come back to every single time you doubt yourself or you doubt your abilities or you think that you're not good enough or you're not knowledgeable enough or wise enough or you haven't done an extra qualification. Like, I remember I spent so much money on stupid qualifications that didn't even mean anything because I was like, I need to keep learning. I need to know more. I guarantee you already know enough. It's now just believing that you know enough to help your people. You don't need to know everything. You need to know enough. And you already know enough because you're a freaking overachiever and you're a perfectionist and you've done all the work. You've read all the books. You've listened to the podcasts, and you've freaking done all the research. You know enough. Now it's time to go out and show your people that you know enough to actually Actually help them. That's what I want you to go and do today. So step into the role that feels the coziest for you and go and knock your audience's socks off with the value that you get to deliver to them. I have a client call in a few minutes, so I'm going to crack on with my life. I hope you have the most fabulous week in the whole wide world. I love you so much. I am grateful for you listening always listening to the end as well. you got us. Look at you. Look at us. We're best friends. Um, don't forget to give this episode a review if you loved it. Share it with a friend. Drop me a DM and tell me if you found it valuable. And of course, if you want to get your hands on the Compassionate Content Blueprint, I am giving it to you at a discount in the show notes. So go and click the link and grab your Compassionate Content Blueprint today. I love you. I support you. I'm here for you. I see you. And I will chat to you in the next episode.